Welcome to Know My Nursing Story, a podcast dedicated to telling the real stories of nurses. There is no better way to understand what it is like to be a nurse than to hear it straight from the voice of yet another nurse. My name is Dr. Tiffany Kelly, and I am your host. With that, we hope you enjoy today's episode of Know My Nursing Story. All right. Well, welcome everyone to Know My Nursing Story. My name is Dr. Tiffany Kelly, and I am the founder of Nightingale Apps. And with me today, I am so delighted to have Thomas. He is the creator of Brickology. He is also a proud NICU nurse. And I have been so excited to interview him for this podcast. So welcome, Thomas, to... um, Hello, thank you. Yes, and I'd love it if you would be um, willing to introduce a little bit about yourself to the audience uh, to which that you're comfortable with. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm Thomas and yes, I work in the NICU. I've worked in the NICU for maybe about eight, um, maybe pushing nine years, I think maybe eight years. And, and I love it there. Um, I never thought I would end up in the NICU. Um, but once I'm there, I think within, within the first few weeks or first few months, I was like, wow, this is, this is where I belong. Um, and I started Brickology, uh, because I needed something to, it was, it was a form of like self therapy, I guess, to, because I think we nurses, we go through a lot of things and it was just a way for me to express some of the, some of the things that I go through. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love what I do. Um, I love being a NICU nurse and, and I appreciate being here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Um, so I, I'd like to start by just getting us um, an insight from you. What was it that made you decide to become a nurse? Um, first, a little bit about my background. Before being a nurse, I had, uh, I had a different career, completely different career, and it was more in the entertainment, and that needed to come to an end, and I needed something to do. Um, Unfortunately, I, I can't say that I grew up with this feeling of, wow, I need to you know, help mankind or I need to help people. It, was, it wasn't one of those things that drove me to be a nurse. It was something that I, I need something to do. If I, you know, I need a job. And um, thinking about other you know, different career paths, I talked with my parents a lot about it and they recommended doing nursing. And I thought, okay, that's, that's a good plan because there's job security. And I hear it's very fulfilling. So I went through nursing school and uh, I think it was one of the best decisions I made. Um, But the motivation for it, unfortunately, I I hope it doesn't come off sounding very materialistic or anything. It's just I needed a job and I needed a career that would make money. (laughs) No, I mean, I think that... um... (laughs) you know, everybody has their, their, um, the things that drive them to what they do. So how was it that you ended up selecting becoming a NICU nurse or did it choose you or how did that happen? That is something, that is something that I completely fell, just fell into one of my, uh, co, uh, classmates in, in nursing school. Um, they had, really you know talked about NICU and how much they enjoyed it and honestly going through nursing school I didn't know where I wanted to go 
I thought I wanted to do ER, I thought I wanted to do ICU, um, but it just didn't end up uh, what I had wanted to do. And I had this opportunity to go uh, interview for NICU, and I didn't know much about it except for what classmate had told me. And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll go interview for that because, you know, again, I needed a job. And I was lucky, I was fortunate enough and very grateful that I got the job. And like I said at the beginning of this interview, just within the, the first few weeks or months, I just knew this is where I belonged. And I just got lucky. I'm one of those lucky people. Wow. Did, did and, I answer the question? Yeah. <laughs> no. So you, that's amazing. Um, you're making me remember um, my own journey when I sort of fell into cardi pediatric cardiology. I was a travel nurse coming back from San Diego to Boston, and there was an opening in their cardiac step-down unit, and I had never worked with pediatric cardiology patients before, but they were willing to teach right. me, and I was there for almost two years. So I, I'm listening and just sort of relating my own experiences to um, you know, how things just serendipitously can happen. Um, now, tell me a little bit about nursing school for you. Is there something in particular that you reflect on fondly from that time or that is memorable to you as far as leading into becoming a nurse? The number one thing I took from nursing school, honestly, was my classmates. I, I absolutely got along great. We were a very tight group. Um, we studied together. We ate together. We, you know, we did everything for, for that time, we really bonded and became very close. And that, for me, helped me study, you know, because they were motivating. Everybody was motivated, obviously, to, to get through this and to do as well as they could. Right. Um, and we all encouraged each other. We all kept each other in check, called each other, you know, whatever we had to do to keep, to make sure that everybody not only passed uh, the classes and, and the whole uh, nursing course, but also past the NCLEX. So we were, so that's, I think, the biggest thing that I took away. Um, and that has carried over from, for me, carried over into my job on how important your coworkers are and how, um, how they, they really, you know, make or break you, I think. Yeah. Um, so it was my classmates. I, a lot of us still keep in touch. And it's just a, was a great group, great group. I, I can totally relate to that. Um, you know, it's, it's so interesting you talking about these things. Um, it's bringing back memories for me, and it's been quite a while since I was um, in nursing school. But <laughs> <laughs> we have nursing students now that are approaching the NCLEX soon. Is there anything in particular right. that you would give as far as um, – tips or insights for them in terms of their preparation or just, you know, sort of calming their anxiety a little bit around taking that test? I would say um, do as many questions as you can. Take a course if you can. Um, my classmates, we all, uh, we actually, every single one of us, we chipped in and we all went to this one class together. And it was uh, a few days, I, I believe. I, I forget how many days it was. But, but again, that, that goes back to what I was saying before. We, we did everything together. And that 
um, that coupled with doing question after question nonstop, nonstop, even if it's, well, I've already done these questions before. Yeah. I already know what the answer is. Keep doing it because it gets you the, the way, you know, it gets you thinking the way the NCLEX wants you to think, right. which is you know, critical thinking. So I, I would say that's, you know, it's paramount. Do as many questions as you can. And if, if you can do it, take a course. Yeah, I agree there's, with that. It's, it's, a, it's worth an investment if you think about it. Oh, yeah. You think, well, I, I, you know, I don't want to spend all this money on a, on a course, but look at the reward. And, you know, this is your career you're talking about. Don't, don't pass nursing school and then not pass the NCLEX. Cause right. Then, you know, so that's an important thing. So you've mentioned um, the importance of developing relationships with your peers and your colleagues. Uh-huh. What has that been like? So you mentioned it from, and that it's translated into your, to your work as a NICU nurse. What is that like? Um, I will admit I did not work in the ICU. And I think that that's a very different environment from working in like a step down or a floor based area. So mm-hmm. what is it? Mm-hmm. How important are those relationships when you're taking care of um, the neo needs? I think, um, and again, this is my personal experience. Um, all my coworkers at work have done something because when when I started there, um, I was as green as you know green can be, and they all had played a part in influencing me in some way on becoming the nurse that I am today. You know, um, I had a preceptor, but uh, aside from that, um, once I started going on my own, there were other nurses that just, in a way, um, you know, they watched out, watched, watched over me, watched out for me, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And, um, and you, you tend to, you know, know who they are and they, um, they just really played a big part in influencing how I do things the way I think, what I look for. And this even goes with the doctors. You know, the doctors come around you out and they ask you questions. You ask them questions. And they're, the doctors where I work are fantastic because they always take a moment to, to explain what their thought process is and what they're, why they're doing what they're doing. Um, so it's, it's that being, uh, being approachable uh, being teachable, being coachable, and having others look at you and say, okay, I, uh, like another nurse, being able to look at me and say, okay, Thomas is the kind of person who will take criticism, who, who will take suggestions because that just ultimately makes you, you know, a better, a better nurse, but also right. makes, the, I, I think it makes the unit tighter because everybody's comfortable with open communication. Right, because um, you're all working together, and and right, it, while right. you might have certain patients you're assigned to, it's really a team effort to make sure everybody exactly. has what they need. Right, and everybody watches out for everybody still, and it's just that openness that you can that you that you can talk to anybody, and they they won't bite your head off or something like that. You know, right. that kind of relationship is so important because, like I said at the beginning, the coworkers they they really make or break you. Um, break your shift yeah. a good shift or bad shift so really take the time to develop those relationships because um, everybody's going to need everybody at some point you know so it's very true and you never know when that that at some point is going to be exactly exactly yeah. um so now i want to turn to um what actually introduced me to you and that's 
at your Instagram account, Brickology. So for those that may not be familiar, there is an Instagram account called Brickology, which um, if I, if I um, know correctly, you put out three different videos a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Correct. they are extremely clever and entertaining. Um, Thank so you. I wanted to have you tell us a little bit about how you got started with this. Um, what, what brings you joy in doing it and where you would like to go with it? Um, I started it, I, I think it was a couple of years back and it, it, I started it under a different name and it was just for fun for me. Um, I, I, I had reached a point where, uh, and I think everybody goes through this, you, you hit some level of burnout and um and i needed something to make me laugh to make me uh deal with this burnout um in a in a productive way instead of just brooding over it and saying oh you know i, I hate the world i hate this you know everything stinks mm -hmm. and so and i was I, I i was never really a lego person um if you're familiar with the with the site uh, i do videos with lego stop motion lego um, lego pieces and um, I just started picking up a Lego figure and just I remember when I was a kid I would do stop-motion videos with my brother oh, wow. and I would just I, yeah I would just play with that and and it was it, you know it was fun and I made the little figure walk and I was like oh this is really cool and I started doing it just looking up medical jokes online and I would do videos of just these jokes and um, and people seem to really take to them especially the medical field and so I started, you know, buying the, the Lego hospital set, which came with nurses and doctors. And it, it just grew from my need to, um, yeah, deal with this burnout and find a way to come back from it. And it really helped because it gave me a different perspective at work. Going to work, I could see different things, um, see things in a different way, I guess, in a, in a more humorous yeah. way. And, and another thing that really helped was the response from nurses all over the country and, and even different parts of the world, they would tell me they're going through the same thing, how it's very relatable. And it just made me feel, okay, I'm not, I'm not alone in this. You know, it's, I'm, it's not unique what I'm going through. Everybody goes through it. Um, and that really started bringing me back. And um, yeah, where I'd like to go with it I'm, right now, the, the joy is that I created, that I get to create these characters, this little world and these little stories. And yeah, they're exaggerated and some of them <laughs> are, are, are ridiculous, but it's just the, the joy of, you know, creating these little characters that do things and being able to tell a story. And the process is tedious, but the rewards are, I just, I love watching it because it's, it's, it's still funny to watch for me. Um, where I'd like to take it. Right now, I just enjoy um, sharing it with people. And, you know, if somebody picks it up and says, hey, we can make a show out of this, oh, that would be awesome too. <laughs> that, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You, yeah. Um, so I know Brad. Brad's one of the characters. And right. then I don't know um, the one's name that is always sort of beating on the keyboard, the, the female nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, I like, she's always sort of being a little exaggerated with yeah. um, that, that always cracks me up. Uh, 
but you've you've the one about shift report i mean that was like on point and then the the um you know because we've got no my patient and so we're trying to solve for that problem but then also um the the recent ones i think were so poignant and just sort of capturing what it feels like to be a nurse right now in the middle of the covid pandemic i think that 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 just is like oh my god i think you've probably provided some some relief to others who maybe felt the same way but didn't necessarily want to say it or didn't know who to talk to about it right um i remember the the first one that i had done dealing with the inner voice that we all have you know as the nurse the how how you know how scared we are yeah um it was one that i was talking to my parents right um, and i was really debating whether to post that because it was very somber and um, it was very for me it was very revealing and i was like okay do people want to know this about nurses do they want to know that i'm going to work scared right um, or they, or do they want to know that hey i go there and and you know i'm i can beat anything and nothing scares me it's like well that's that's unrealistic you know so right you know i i yeah i was worried i wasn't sure whether i should post that one but i'm glad i did because the response was like you said very very positive and um well and it and, also gives those people that aren't in healthcare an idea of what it feels like right now right you know right. to know that it there there's this um perception that uh and even before the pandemic and i've talked about this in certain uh venues that nurses feel at times like they're they can conquer all or we're sort of portrayed as those that can conquer all but we're real people too <laughs> right right and we we need sleep we need food we need like the basic necessities just as much as everybody else so it's uh, i i don't know i thought it was i thought it was great and the your your inclusion of your parents i think that that was that was cute too especially Thank with you. the um was it the Batman suit or <laughs> <laughs> the Darth Vader? Darth Vader yes, I loved it. <laughs> Thank, you. Um, Thank you. So, anyone that hasn't seen his um, Instagram account, it's called Brickology, and as he said, it's their Lego figures, and um, you'll absolutely be entertained. Um, so, I, I appreciate you spending time doing that. And I, I, I how did you learn stop motion video? <laughs> Um, when my brother and I were kids, we had these, you know, had toys and we just thought it was fun. We saw, um, what movie was that? Empire Strikes Back. Okay. And the Tauntaun, you know, the Wampa, all the, all these things were all done through stop motion and we were just amazed by it. And so we would play with that. Um, my dad had a camera and we would just make these silly movies, but I hadn't done that in years so it was it was a whole new process again to learn how to do stop motion but it really came from my brother my brother was a big influence on on hey let's do this you know, this yeah. looks fun i was like all right you know, i'm just a kid all right let's do it and um and it, i'm glad that i came back to this because it's you know it, it, it is a lot of fun to make a lot of fun yeah. to make it takes takes a while but it's a lot of fun i'm sure i i, I i'll I'll have to follow up with you on another time to just get a, a deep dive on stop motion because I'm always so curious. Um, so I'm gonna, I have a couple more questions for you. One of them is, um, 
you know, looking ahead, you've, you've said you've been a nurse um, for a number of years now. Is there something on your um, bucket list as a nurse that you, you'd like to experience or do in your career that you, you, you're either, maybe you've done it already, or maybe you, you're going to be doing it next week, or maybe in a few <laughs> years from now. Um, is there anything in particular that sort of you're sort of looking to and saying, I want to do that one day? You know, this pandemic has definitely helped me scratch off a lot of things on it. Um, a lot of, a lot of coming from the, the background on why I became a nurse, it, you know, going to, into the NICU, like I said, I, I, I feel I finally found my home and my purpose yeah. as a nurse. And that, that I, I can't even begin to tell you how, how big of a, uh, of a deal that is for, for me to find my purpose as a nurse um and coming through into this this pandemic with with the coronavirus it's it's really um made me reflect upon okay what am what am i really doing as a nurse um what what are my limits as a nurse as a person mm -hmm. and um because i think i think a lot of those things for me i had to deal with um you know am i are, are there days where I'm just too terrified to go to work? Are there days where I'm even too terrified to, to even go to the store? Right. And, um, and, you know, getting over that and getting over go, just walking into the unit and doing my work and uh, making sure that I still do, you know, the best patient care that I can. I think, I think I, I don't, I, uh, let me, let me think about, it. I don't think anything will top this, for right. a long time you know so this is a huge i i never thought that i and that, that was never on my bucket list don't want right. to go through a pandemic right never no nobody ever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but going through it yeah that's that's a big one now i can say i've done it and i never want to go through it again never want, but yeah. at least I, right the, the the knowledge i think that the experiences that we nurses and everybody in the healthcare field are walking out of this with will be uh, tremendous to pass on to future nurses and, and doctors and everybody. It'll just be tremendous. So this is a big bucket list thing to cross off. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's um, just listening to you talk about that. It, it, it brings up a, a couple other questions that I have. And one of them being, you mentioned too terrified to even go, go to the store. So those days where you are to use your word, potentially terrified, how but you need to go to work what is it that you how do you get yourself to that place where you just go forward i have to say it, it's my coworkers. i have to say once i'm there i know i have to go so i yeah. go and once i'm there the way everybody is and we talk about it and there are people uh there are those nurses there that are just so reassuring um, that the whole unit, we just all feel, okay, we, we, we can handle this. We know what we're doing. You know, we're trained for this. Um, let's just keep each other in check and we'll be fine. And that, that's been huge for me. Um, my coworkers, you know, yeah. I know that's a, that's a running theme that I keep talking about, but it, I can't 
say enough about them. And that helps me get through the day. That helps me get through the first hour, which is the most important thing. Right. And once you get through that, you're like, oh, this is, this is just any other day, um, except a few things, of course. Right. Um, but, you know, it's, it's those coworkers. Make sure, you know, as a nursing student, if you're listening, make sure you cultivate those relationships because they definitely save you, definitely save you. Well, the way you've described it, it sounds like you've got almost like a a, a work family. Yeah. In a sense that you've, yeah. you feel like you can trust each other and no matter what you're going through, that people are going to be there for one another. Absolutely. 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 Um, what do you think is one of the biggest lessons we're going to learn in terms of, uh, I mean, there's probably many, but as far as healthcare and, and sort of um, how to think about, we don't want this to happen again, but what are some of the key things we need to be doing so that if something like this ever were to come about again, the adjustment period is not as um, traumatic and, and disruptive? I think, well, um, one of the things I, I, that I had, and, and I'm sorry to, to bring up this vid a video that I had done, um, one of the characters, they said, um, they're, they're talking to management and they said, if one of us goes as in, as in nurses or healthcare, if one of us goes, then everything, if we all go, everything goes, you know? And I think, I'm hoping that is one thing that we walk, walk away with this understanding is that to take care of and to make sure you protect your employees, make sure you protect your nurses, your RTs, you know, your doctors, everybody, EVS, protect them because if they go, everything else is going to fall. Right. Who's, who's there to take care of anything else? Right. So that has got to be priority. Take care of your workers, take care of your employees, and they will do their jobs and they will take care of everybody else. But you've got to protect them first. And um, yeah, I, that's, that's, where I, that's what I would yeah. say. I, I, I can understand. Absolutely. Um, well, I, I, you know, it's an incredible job what everybody's doing right now. And it, you're, you're, it's, uh, everybody's watching and we, we, right. we thank you for all of your efforts. Um, well. it's, it's the year of the nurse and, <laughs> um, this is not exactly what I think we, anyone entered 2020 thinking would be right. um, the case. But uh, if anything, we've now got national uh, awareness of just how important nurses are right. in, in the health right. and, of, and welfare of the public. Um, so with that in mind, uh, I always... Um, I mentioned to you that I've been a nurse for 20 years and I think in those 20 years, I've gotten a lot of questions from people that aren't in healthcare. And generally those questions tend to make me think that the general public doesn't really always know how, how much and how big of a scope nursing has. So is there anything that you'd like to share about being a nurse that may not be well known or understood by the general public that might be of interest? 
or important to know? Well, I, I think what you, um, what you had just said, uh, that a lot of people don't understand this, the scope of nursing, of how many different things a nurse can do. Um, even if a nurse, even if a student starts off in, say, uh, family, you know, uh, public health or, or med surge or something, there's so many different avenues that they can go. Um, and that's, uh, that's something that can grow with their interests. Um, just because, you know, you, you start off somewhere doesn't mean that you're going to end up there. Um, because... I, I know nurses who started off in med surge, who went to ER, who said, oh, that's really cool. I've, I've gotten what I've gotten out of that. And then they move on to uh, pediatrics or, and, and they just keep learning. They keep learning. And um, I think that's one exciting thing about nursing that really didn't occur to me until I really you know, got into the field that, wow, where, where your interests may, may go, nursing can take you there as you know does that make sense wherever oh, you absolutely go nursing can satisfy it yeah so it's not just bedside it's a lot of different things and whatever you think you want to do you can probably find it in nursing so i totally agree yeah i was in um i gave a talk in dubai uh, about 18 months ago and the concierge said to me at the hotel so do you like being a nurse and, um, I, or how did, whatever he said to me, I'd never been asked the question before and it made me stop. And I thought, well, I've gotten to, I've gotten to do so many different things because yeah. I'm a nurse. Yeah. I wouldn't have been in Dubai. <laughs> I mean, maybe right, I would have, but right. probably not <laughs> Right. Right. without having spent all of the other years doing something else. So I think you're absolutely right. There's so many possibilities. The, for the profession that I like the way you said it, no matter what your interests are, there's something for you. There's something for you. Yeah. You just, yeah. I mean, look at Bricology. For but right. Right. <laughs> Who would, I, I would never have imagined that I would be making these little videos, but people you know, love them. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm very grateful. Very grateful. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, is there anything else? Um, you know, I just, I think, I've really enjoyed this conversation with you. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you feel would be important for either aspiring nurses, nursing students, current nurses, or um, friends and family uh, who want to be supportive that don't know all there is to know that you'd like to share? Um, I would say always be always make sure that uh, I, this might not be eloquent, but make sure you're always teachable and coachable always. Um, that goes with, you know, be humble, be open, be, uh, you know, just always be coachable. And I think that will, that will take you a long way because you every day, you know, people say every day at nursing in nursing or in the medical field, it's an adventure. Well, well, just make sure you walk away with something every day yeah. and, you know, you'll continue to grow and that will take you where you want to go. So once you close yourself off to that, then, eh, eh, you know, once you feel, I know everything, that's where the danger starts coming in, I think. So always be coachable and teachable. 
That's, that's so true. Um, the way you said that, because I remember my first, when I was orienting to my first nursing job, the, our nurse manager looked at us and said, how long do you think it's going to take for you to be, um, you know, a uh, competent nurse on your own? Mm -hmm. And we didn't know, but she said one year, you know, it's going to mm -hmm. take a year. And I remember thinking, what? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but looking back, to have that that leadership recognize that it's going to take you a while, and and knowing yeah. that others know it's going to take a while is important. Otherwise, the pressure just gets to be so insurmountable. Some days, right? You just you just can't even. You're you're like in shambles by the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Right. But then there are well, days yeah. when you like you've had those moments where you've saved somebody's life or you've you've seen someone progress from the prior day and it like just that in itself makes the bad just sort of cancel out oh i i totally agree um i i my my uh my career before this was you know entertainment and and i thought that that was fulfilling i i really thought you know wow i made you know people enjoy you know be happy i thought that was incredibly fulfilling but there are days where i walk out of work and i was like that is the greatest feeling i have never had that feeling of being not only productive but of just you know just like wow look what look what happened that was the coolest thing yeah and that fulfillment I, I nothing has matched yet so, and that yeah you know, that's coming from that's coming from somebody who went into nursing just to make money <laughs> you know <laughs> you know so my perspective definitely has shifted to to wow look what this career can do for me you know can do as what, what it can shape you into a you know kind of person right. can be so so well, it, you're it, working with such a vulnerable i mean every patient population is special and important but that you've got such a, I mean, you're at the start of life. I, I did, I did right. a talk for a neonatal group um, a couple of years ago. And I thought, what a special group of people because they're so, they recognize they, they don't just have the, the infant, but also the family of the infant. So yeah. you've got multiple people that you're responsible for in that, in that shift period to, to address their, all of their needs, just not, not just the infant's needs, but the mother's needs, the father's needs and whomever else. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's, it, uh, some, someone once said this to me, they said, you know, think of it this way, you know, the baby comes out and has no idea what's going on. Right. You know, and you got to tend to that, but also the parents, this is supposed to be, you know, the greatest moment. You know, like, right. yeah, and, and if they end up in the NICU, unfortunately, that means something didn't go exactly, you know, as planned. So now, now their, their greatest moment has turned into what is going on. So everybody's going, the baby and the parents, what is going on? You know, and you need to understand that about them. So when you, you know, so that's, you're right that's the kind of uh, situation that you're dealing with. So it, it is, you're dealing with everybody and it's, it's a challenge. Um, but it's, it's another wonderful thing to see, to see these babies, you know, graduate from NICU, to see the parents really understand what's, what's happening and how they adjust 
and how they learn and how they you know help their baby help their baby grow it's it's a great feeling to watch the baby graduate so it's all imagine. worth it it's all worth it yeah well, Thomas, I could talk to you for hours about this, but I know you have other things to do. So um, I am delighted to have you join us on this podcast. How can people find you um, if they want to learn more about bricology or being a NICU nurse? What do you, what do you suggest? Um, you can go to Instagram and you, you can just type in bricology and the little guy, you know, the icon that pops up, the one with the Lego figure, that's me. Um, you can, I also have a YouTube channel, Brickology, and it's just, you know, Brick, B-R-I-C-K, then Ology. Um, you can find me there uh, and, and uh, you know, say hello, write me. I, I try to write everybody back, um, but those are the two big places that you can find. And I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you having me on this. Thank you. Yeah, this has been wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Thank you to all of the listeners who joined us for today's episode of Know My Nursing Story. We at Nightingale Labs would love to hear what you think about the podcast. If today's story resonated with you, we'd be delighted if you'd let us know or share with your friends and family. If you are a nurse who has a story you think we should consider, please reach out to us. We're always looking for new Know My Nursing Story guests. With that, stay safe and be well. This is Dr. Tiffany Kelly.